0: part two chapter two two children were traveling separately from different directions to i at house i at lock one hot afternoon in late june where am i to put them mrs mullen had asked to whom children were anathema where will they sleep kestrel the aunt knew better than to make any suggestion the housekeeper being certain to object and overrule I wonder where seems best to you. Images of the bedrooms flicked in a slideshow through Aunt Kestrel's mind, each one seeming less suitable than the last, too dark, too large, too full of precious small objects. She had no experience of young children, though she was perfectly well disposed to the thought of having her great nephew and niece to stay, and had a vague idea that they were easily frightened of the dark or broke things. And were they to sleep in adjacent rooms or with a communicating door? on separate floors. "'The attics would suit best, in my view,' Mrs. Mullen said." Shadowy images chased across Kestrel's mind, troubling her enough to make her get up from her writing desk. "'I think we had better look. I can't remember when I was last up there.' She went through the house, three flights of wide stairs, one of steep and narrow. Mrs. Mullen did not trouble to follow. Knowing it would all be decided satisfactorily. The summer wind beat at the small latched windows, but daylight changed its nature, making it seem a soft wind and benign. The floorboards were dusty. Kestrel opened a cupboard set deep into the wall. The shelves were lined with newspaper and smelled of nothing worse than mothballs and old fluff. One of the rooms was completely empty. The second contained only a cracked leather trunk. But the two rooms next to one another, in the middle of the row, had furniture—an iron bed in each, a chest of drawers, a mirror. One had a wicker chair, one a musty velvet stool. And cupboards—more cupboards. She had lived here for over forty years, and remembered a time when the attic rooms had been for maids. Now there was Mrs. Mullen, who had the basement, and a woman who came on a bicycle from a village on the other side of the fen. The rooms could be made right, she thought, though vague as to exactly what children might need to make them so. Curtains? Rugs? Toys? Well, linen at least. The attics, she said, coming down from them, will do nicely. Kestrel Dickinson had been an only child for fourteen years before two sisters were born, Dora first, and then Violet,